Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Monday morning and the start of a brand new work week. Don't you love it? Just get you all tingly in the morning. Uh, great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed. If you'd like to interact with the show today. Um, before we get into the uh, meat of all the things going on, there's a lot of information about Beto. He had a bad weekend. <laughs> bad weekend for that cat. Wow. <laughs> really bad weekend. Really bad flooding in uh, Nebraska. Yes. Some updates on uh, what happened in New Zealand with the hor- horrific shooting. First, um, let me tell you about the necessity of getting your ears professionally cleaned. Yeah, you don't have to anymore. And you can still have that relief of getting your plugged up ears unplugged. If they've itched or you've had some pain there, they feel plugged up. You're constantly ac- asking people to repeat themselves or turning the TV up to 85 or 90 Um, If these sound familiar to you, uh, then you uh, need WaxRx. Physician developed, and it safely and effectively removes wax buildup. And then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. Now you can get it without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor. You just do this in the comfort and privacy of your own home. And everybody who's tried it has raved about this. Try the Wax RS, RX system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout. You'll get free shipping. This is a real solution for that stubborn problem. It's usewaxrx.com. That's usewaxrx.com. Offer code radio. New bingo card, by the way. Start out the week. Starting in the upper left-hand corner. Uh, whoever. Now, where, where, pa- can, where, hold on, where, mm-hmm. where can you find these uh, bingo cards? At the top of at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, if you want to print up your copy and follow along. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we want to thank uh, uh, Just Too Muck and Fudge, who does every this for us week. every week. It's she does way this. above and beyond. We don't know why, <laughs> but bless her heart for doing that. <laughs> Uh, so it starts at the upper left-hand corner with somebody punches above their weight. <laughs> blank punches above their weight. I, that's one of my favorite of all time yeah. for Barack Obama. Uh, where are the men? <laughs> where are the men? Have you ever seen the fish? You know, swimming down the street on a sunny day. On a sunny day. Uh, Keith saying, I contend. I contend. Yes, I guess I do that a lot. Uh, Jeffy is overweight. overweight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hypothetically. <laughs> uh, something we picked up fairly recently, but love. It's in the thing. It's in the thing. <laughs> it's in the thing from our president. Yeah, there's a lot of money for it. It's 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 in the thing. It's in the thing. Lying sack <laughs> is back yes. at this time. Uh, we we need to have a conversation. Love that. Uh, we mentioned Martin in the other room there. Hi, Martin. Martin. Did you just say Martin? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how that's okay, how you say good. it, Martin. Because we hate. Uh, Keith, fun fact. First of all, that's probably Jeffy's going to probably have to be here for that. <laughs> First of all, 18. Uh, safety tip. Uh huh. There we go. Okay. Despicable. <laughs> right there. It's the old uh, Howie Cosell thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not judging his or her soul. I'm just saying 
I'm gonna burn her in the fires of hell. <laughs> Maybe you haven't done that in a while. No, no, I might need to bring that one out. Uh, Keith explains a Twitter handle to me. <laughs> Get your kids checked out. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Traffic and weather together. Uh, Keith wraps his head in duct tape. Ugh. Movie trailer voice. Wow. Uh, that one might have already. Well, no. No, that's not right. Not not while we're exp- explaining. There we go. Not while we're Tweets while and we're explaining the bingo card right. are exempt for this purpose. Uh, <laughs> this one will happen quickly. A liberal weenie voice. The laugh track could happen at any moment as well. <laughs> and uh, I'm just saying round Oh, out a big hit on Twitter among your out. listeners over the weekend was uh, your AOC voice. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Well, I forgot how, how we're... You guys remind me. Uh, y'all tweet at Keith Malinak. It's easy to spell, I'm sure. Um, but uh, you, when you were going through um, AOC, uh, mm-hmm. ex- how she explains things. Yes. But there was a phrase you used, and I can't remember what it was. So they'll let me know, and I'll get back to you. But uh, it was. Oh yeah, I'd like a to big know. Hit over the weekend. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It was uh, <clears throat> as we said, quite a weekend for Beto. I mean, Beto may have entered the race and lost the race in one weekend. It's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. His first swing through Iowa as an official candidate was marred by a joke about his wife that drew heavy criticism. <laughs> that was pathetic. And then there was a revelation by Reuters that he was a member of a hacker group as a teenager and posted... This is just so weird. And he posted a, a story, really strange story, about kids being run over by a car on the group's message board like he was fantasizing about doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> Some weird thing. Sick. Just, uh, wow. But he was of... only 15 when he wrote that. So <laughs> That's the excuse. We, I mean, he's maybe he's gotten yeah. darker since right. then. Who knows? Well, he's a politician, so you just answered your own question. Uh, yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. So he apologized profusely for saying his wife, Amy, raised their three kids, quote, sometimes with my help, See, unquote. I thought he was complimenting her. As yeah, in, that doesn't seem like a bad... Yeah, but boy, he tucked his tail between his legs and stuff yeah. when, when the, the left came after him. He is not a man. Mm-mm. I think we have... Yeah, where you... Yeah. I guess he made the comment at multiple campaign stops, too, during his uh, first swing. The stump speech, yeah. He, I mean, people laughed every time, but then he drew criticism as being insensitive to the challenges faced by single parents raising children. I love it when liberals <laughs> eat their own. I love it. That should be an upcoming square, by the way. I was thinking when the same Liberals thing. eat their own. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing. That's your problem with it? Is yeah. He, so what? Then, yeah, and, and Come on. I don't know if you want to play the entire apology. I gotta say, that's he, ridiculous. It was, it was ridiculous. He meandered for like three minutes apologizing. Stupid. You, yeah, let's... It, okay, let's play the his Recently, you drew some criticism uh, for a remark you made about sometimes helping to raise your kids. And while oh, no. will understand oh, your remarks is acknowledging the I'm hard vomit. work that your wife that does. That made me sick to my stomach. Did I think it opened up that? some real conversations about a few things, particularly the role that women are expected to play in society uh, when it comes uh, to taking a back seat to their partner's Come on. Uh, career ambitions, but also the difference, uh, uh, the different way women who choose to run for office may be treated uh, uh, versus men. 
So um, surely that is valid criticism. Stop calling uh, him Shirley. How would you respond to that? Or what, what did that uh. Yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely valid criticism. And no, it's, it's constructive not. Criticism. Here we go. It, it has already made me a better candidate. Not only will I not say that again, um, but, but I'll be much more thoughtful going forward in, in the way that oh, good, um, good. I talk about our yeah. marriage and also the way in which I acknowledge the truth of the criticism that I have enjoyed white privilege. Absolutely. Oh, for Undeniable. Wait, what? what? Um, oh as I've shared with, with others and certainly became oh, uh, my. a topic of conversation in the Senate campaign. Listen to this. Today. I have been arrested twice in my life. Uh, yeah, wow. One for attempted criminal trespass and another uh, more graver offense of driving while intoxicated. Those mistakes didn't end up defining me or <laughs> narrowing my options in life. And it's not because I'm a great person or I'm a genius well, or we know that. anything out. A lot of it has to do mm-hmm. with the fact that I'm a white man. Whoa. Uh, oh, that I had parents good. who had the cash to post Yay! bail at the time. I yeah. thought he was his A lot of people yeah. what? Right? don't have that. And I'll, I'll pause it for I, a I really second. Wait a not. second. I'm torn now because... Yeah, he's got the Beto name. I thought that meant he was Hispanic because that's a Hispanic nickname. Yeah. Now he's claiming he's a white man, white and because privilege. of it, he gets My privilege. No. And that's the only reason, I guess, he was able to go on and and, and be anything in his life. His parents bailed him out because of white privilege? My Shut parents wouldn't up. have bailed me out if I were in jail and I'm white. Oh my gosh! Because this guy of white sucks. privilege, so no minorities ever get bailed out of jail Correct. by their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they only huh. let white kids get bailed out. Right. In other words, if you're black, right. only only they don't white set people bail. make bail. Yeah, they okay. don't set bail for black people. All right, gotcha. Okay. All right, let's let's hear the rest of this. I'm a genius, or I figured anything out. A lot of that has to do that. with the fact that I'm a white man. Uh, that I have no, parents who have a lot the more cash to do with the fact that you're a douchebag. Yeah, we get cash by a, being a lot white. Of people hmm. don't have that, and I don't think I, I really recognized or understood that yeah. until <laughs> I met those people. What pandering? Talk to their families. Understood better from the experiences of others how this criminal justice system works and how it doesn't oh, work good. in this country. Yeah, yeah, and, right. and in terms of the opportunities, in terms that, of overall, we, have, we, <laughs> we have a long way to go. We do. Uh, I have got yeah. to do everything within my power to do mm-hmm. my part, and there's much more yeah. that I can do. But, but what you much say about your wife? Guided by what about the women your in my life and the people. Whom I meet. She did most of the work. Um, Don't say that. So, Don't ever say uh, that. Yes, I think that the criticism is is right on. So and many. It's right on. It's right on. To that try criticism. to highlight the fact that Amy wow. has I don't even uh, the lion's share of the burden in our family. That she actually oh. works. Wow. Um, but um, is the primary yeah. parent in our family, especially wow. when I served in Congress, especially when I was on the really? campaign trail. Should have also been a moment for me to uh, acknowledge that that is far too often the case. That is absolutely astounding. Pathetic? Yeah. Astounding and pathetic. That we have <sighs> degraded to such an extent that you can't say something, you know, just offhanded yeah. and complimentary to your wife for that's doing the lion's yeah. share of the work. He's just saying she did most of it. Yeah. You're that's a compliment to her. Yeah, that's he, not saying anything about challenges of single women. He should have said. No, I'm not going to apologize for that. I was complimenting my wife. Maybe it was an awkward, uh, you but know, clumsy. De- then that would deny the whole victim mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah. Uh, and you can't do that because that's what Democrats are all about. Somebody's got to be hurt by this. Somebody's got to be offended by it. And so he's got to take the time and explain it and tell us how legitimate it was. Yeah. I think the biggest shocker in all wow. of this is that we have a Hispanic guy with white privilege. 
<laughs> yes. That's amazing. That also is amazing and, and crazy. I, wow. <laughs> hey, boy, he came across as a leader to, yeah, uh, with that clip, didn't he? Pathetic. He's not even a man in that. Good grief. Looked like he was about to cry. <laughs> and come on. He said nothing wrong. No. That he occasionally, that he sometimes helped his wife. Well, uh, how is that a bad thing? It has gotten so ridiculous. Because you can't compliment a woman for doing something that is, I guess, a stereotypical thing from the 50s. Apparently that's... That's apparently the big sin here. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever. Just... Crazy. It doesn't matter who the Democrats pick. Their nominee's going to suck. One way or the other. (laughs) It's just... Uh, and they're trying to out-victimize each other, too, which, is, which should be fun to watch because there's so many of them. There's a lot of opportunity for victimhood here. Wow. Um, so hmm. there are people already making fun of his uh, gestations as he speaks. Yeah, he likes his to move his arms around like uh, wildly all the time. One of those things in front of a cell phone store, you know. First of all, a Washington Free Beacon who does a lot of this great stuff put together a little montage between Beto and uh, Dwight from The Office. Yeah, yes. And their tendencies when they talk. (laughs) Here it is. Kia Cook is the first stop in our campaign to be president of the United States of America. Blood alone moves the wheels of history. That we ensure that there are jobs available for those who are looking for work, for purpose, for function in their lives, who do not have it right now. Not only the years we've been at war, the war of work. If in this 10-year window, we do not do everything we possibly humanly can. Mm -hmm. It has been a lifetime struggle, a never-ending fight, I say to you. We may not be able to live in some of the cities that we call home today. I ask you, once more rise and be worthy of this historical hour. And my kids, who I so desperately want to take over this pecan-growing operation. We are warriors! They'll move somewhere else. We'll have to subdivide this land. We'll build tract housing here. We must never (laughs) cede control of the motherland. Literally, the future of the world depends on us right now here where we are. I think I'd sooner vote for Dwight uh, than Beto. Uh, That is unbelievable. (laughs) That's fun stuff there. Jeez. (laughs) All right. We're going to show you... uh, some more battle yeah. mocking. <laughs> I know. More battle mocking is on the way. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> we'll get to that in just a second. He picked, first. Up, he picked up on his arms, too. <laughs> so great. Uh, we'll get to that in a second here. First, let me tell you about this uh, fantastic weight loss pill called Riduzone. This was launched by a local company, and they launched it because they found that the OEA in olive oil is the molecule that boosts your metabolism and helps you uh, control your appetite. And so they created this patented product with it. And uh, it does boost your metabolism and it helps you not think about food all day long. And you've seen Sarah Gonzalez, no doubt, on The Blaze and Why It Matters. She looks great. She lost over 100 pounds, you know, decade or decade and a half ago. And she's been able to keep it all off because she takes Riduzone 
and doesn't think about food all day long. Really an important element because uh, once you've lost weight, your body thinks something bad happened to you, so it slows down your metabolism. This reverses that process. And you can still get 30% off right now just because you listen to our show here. Uh, go to riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT, get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT for 30% off. Pat Gray, Unleashed. All right. Uh, we saw the announcement just last week from Beto O'Rourke and his, and his faithful wife. Who did most of the work? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Are you going to spend two minutes and 46 <laughs> seconds apologizing? No, I'm going to spend the rest of the show trying to apologize <laughs> for saying that. Uh, God, so bizarre. Anyway, his his uh, wife was sitting next to him and looking, I don't know, confused or bored or something. <laughs> well, I mean, she's married to Strange. Beto, so probably both. Uh, here's Jimmy Fallon recreating <laughs> that moment. And now a message from Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> Hi, I'm Beto O'Rourke, and I'm excited. That's it. I'm just excited. Oh, yeah. I'm also running for president of the United States. I love the United States, and I love running. In fact, I literally just ran eight miles to get here. Folks often say to me, we don't know much about you, Beto. We know you ran against Ted Cruz in Texas. We know you're hot. And then usually the hot thing comes up again. But who's the real Beto O'Rourke? Well, I'm sort of like if a compassionate head nod turned into a person. Because the truth is, I care. I care so much. When I eat salads, I thank every individual leaf for its sacrifice. When I donate blood, I don't let them stop until last possible second. Um. God, this country's great. Anyway, the question I get most is, can you actually beat Donald Trump? And the answer is, heck yeah. I was born to do this. I'm like if your friend's hot dad had the energy of a golden retriever. (laughs) Thanks, Evelyn. God, I feel so passionate right now. I love America. I love democracy. I love air. <clears throat> now, do I have the perfect record? No, sure. I've done my fair share of whippets in 7-Eleven parking lots, but hey, that crap just makes me relatable. Oh wait, did I just curse? You bet your crap I did. Better still got a little bad boy in him. Now let's talk about some mother policy. First, I support the Green New Deal. I also support the words green, new, and deal, individually. I'm completely inspired by them. God, they're so great. Next, I believe in a woman's right to choose in all aspects of life. In fact, I make all my personal decisions via Instagram polls, and I only allow women to vote on them. Lastly, you can trust me. There's not a dishonest bone in my body. Actually, there aren't any bones in my body. I donated those two. So look, are there more experienced candidates out there with clear policy ideas? Sure. This has been a special message from Beto O'Rourke. Good stuff. That is great. And look, that's if, funny. If if in the first seventy two hours of your campaign, so well, actually this was just the next day of him announcing. Yeah. Uh, you got people that are traditionally on the left already mocking you. Yeah, you're in. Whether trouble. it's in good fun or not, the fact that you're already a target. Buh bye, Beto. Well, I hope I didn't jinx that. Hmm. <laughs> I. And, you know, we've all suspected there's just something wrong with him. There's just something <laughs> off. Oh, we got not examples. Not quite right. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Dr. Drew mm-hmm. has noticed it and uh, talked about it. He's concerned. He said that something's not right <laughs> with the former congressman. Um, 
He said, I thought that was Tony Robbins. <laughs> he said, but I guess that was on yeah. the uh, And we got the, the video of this too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got the video of Dr. Mm-hmm. Drew. Mm-hmm. I'm running Here's to serve you as the next president of the United States mm-hmm. of America. The only way for us to live up to the promise of America is to give it our all mm-hmm. and to give it for all of us. <laughs> we are truly now, more than ever, the last great hope of Earth. All right, that was just a little wow. of the opening remarks, uh, tape remarks by Beto O'Rourke with his wife uh, on uh, sitting by just staring at his ear. I thought that was Tony Robbins. <laughs> Does it? Well, you're nodding your head, Dr. Drew Pinsky. Uh, I'm just saying that there's something going to go down there. I just feel it coming. Well, I, I don't know what it is, but I, that that was there's something not right. I, that, that's his new rock band is being like Tony Robbins. Well, I mean, mm. how do you explain the big crowds without him uh, talking or accomplishing much? I, I, he uses a lot of uh, expletives. People like that. They see, they think they're seeing. They think they're seeing. A, well, what, what are you picking up? Like what is I not right? I, something in my gut? I'm not sure yet. I haven't really examined it carefully enough. I just can tell that there's a disconnect between what people think they're seeing and what is there. That's that's where I'm at. I, what it is yet? I'll I'll tell you as it as my ideas form. <laughs> okay, we looking forward have, to that. We didn't have to wait long this weekend, did yeah, we? Yeah, we can help them out with that a little bit now. Fifteen <laughs> year old Beto once wrote. A, quote, murder fantasy short story about, uh, unquote, I guess I should have, uh, Uh uh, short story about running over two children with a car. What? Okay. The details were uncovered in a Reuters report on the cult of the dead cow. Famous group of hackers credited with inventing the term hacktivism. Reuters revealed that O'Rourke... Uh, was a member, and they reported there is no indication that O'Rourke ever engaged in the edges sorts of hacking activities, such as breaking into computers. But the report also revealed that Teenage Beto, in connection with the group, wrote stories under the name Psychedelic Warlord. And uh, th- those writings are still online, fortunately for, for us, not necessarily for Beto. One piece in particular detailed... Uh, the narrator's murder spree as part of his goal seeking the termination of everything that was free and loving. Oh, boy. The piece uh, described the first kill as the murder of two children crossing the street. This is pretty sick. Yeah. It said, then one day as I was driving home from work, I noticed two children crossing the street. They were happy, happy to be free from their troubles. I knew, however, that this happiness and sense of freedom were much too overwhelming for them. This happiness was mine by right. This is a 15-year-old kid writing this. Mm -hmm. I had earned it in my dreams. As I neared the young ones, I put all my weight on my right foot, keeping the accelerator pedal on the floor until I heard the crashing of the two children on the hood and then the sharp cry of pain from one of the two. I was so fascinated for a moment that when I had stopped my vehicle, I just sat in a daze. Sweet visions filling my head. What? What is the deal with this guy? This guy will make a great president. My dream was abruptly ended when I heard a loud bang on the front window. It was an old man who was using his cane to awaken me. He might have been a witness to my act of love. Wait, running over the kids was the act of love? I was not sure, nor did I care. 
It was simply ecstasy. As I drove home, I envisioned myself committing more of these acts of love. And after a while, I had no trouble carrying them out. The more people I killed, the longer my dreams were. I'd killed nearly 38 people by the time of my 23rd birthday, and each one was more fulfilling than the last. It's just... That's sick. The words of a 15-year-old Beto O'Rourke. Well, that is well, twisted, dark, and bizarre. Probably didn't go by Beto yet. Oh, well, yeah. He yeah. went by Beto oh, yeah, did he? his entire life. Since he was like six months old. It, cause, yeah, because he came from El Paso, mm-hmm. where all Bobs are called Beto. Yeah, all those kids with white Except privilege. for all the Bobs from El Paso that called us when we talked about <laughs> this and said they never went by Beto. So, uh-huh. <sighs> Except for the Hispanic guy that was... Bob, and he did go by Beto. It's funny. But no white guys named Bob ever mm-hmm. went by B- Beto in El Paso, well, except for, obviously, Beto O'Rourke. Except for him. That is creepy and just bizarre. What do you, I mean, what do you make of that? I, I, I Strange stuff. That's somebody who, the trajectory is not good. No. I mean, fortunately, he apparently, hopefully, uh, didn't become a serial killer. Because that, you know, with that kind of fantasy, yeah. you would think, okay, yeah, this guy's well on his way. Yeah, one, one step up from that, though, uh, politician. <laughs> Is it a step up or a step back? I'm not, <laughs> yes, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> you know. Then at 16, a year okay. later, in 1988, he wrote under the pseudonym Psychedelic Warlord. <laughs> And he authored something called The Song of the Cow, an experimental writing. How much experimental writing did you do when you were 16? I, wow. I mean, all the stuff that I could, you know, you'd probably, probably publish book after book after book. Yeah, that, that was the name of my first book, <clears throat> uh, Keith's Experimental Writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So here's an excerpt, uh, which... I, I hesitate to. I mean, it's strong usage of words, but it's not. It's not. It's not like profane. FCC. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but words. it's still not something you want your kids hearing for the next thirty seconds. Here's how it goes, and I, I'm quoting Beto now. <laughs> I do want you to know that these are not my words. These are the words of Beto O'Rourke, the Hispanic Irishman. I need a butt shine right now. You are holy, oh sacred cow. See now and cow rhyme. I see what he did. He managed to to rhyme them. I thirst for you. Provide milk. (laughs) What? Buff my balls. Love the cow. Good fortune for those that do. Love me. Breathe my feet. The cow has risen. Wax my A word. Scrub my balls. The cow has risen. Provide milk. I'm not writing that on the whiteboard. This guy could be the president of the United States. You got the you have the opportunity to make it so, America. Uh-huh. Wow, is that bizarre stuff? Never been a better time. <laughs> ah man, is he the weirdest cat to uh, to have ever run so for president? Weird. That so, is something else. I just love that, like. On Friday morning, Drew Pinsky says that about him. I don't know. Something's off with this guy. Something's and then this wrong. stuff all pops and up. And then this comes out that night. Love it.
Wow. Yeah, so um, I tell you what, that Democrat field, you got, what, 8,000, what are we up to, 8113 candidates? 8,113 candidates. Um, I'm still not seeing a good one. No. Incredible. There's not going to be a good one in the Democrat field. Uh, That is just chilling, really. It's chilling to think that this could be the Democrat nominee. Ugh. Yeah, well. 16 years old. mm -hmm. Well, and 15 years old. Yeah. And I guess I guess his parents never had him checked, <laughs> but they should have. They sure should have. Gonna say Get that guy's checked out. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to be all hacked off over uh, Brett Kavanaugh back in his teenage years because he went to parties <laughs> right. and he had some beers. Uh, can you imagine if this was a Republican guy? Would be done already. If this were any Republican candidate or say a a supreme court justice nominated by the president who is conservative leaning like if this had been from the writings of brett kavanaugh no mm-hmm. way does he get no no way. way does he get confirmed absolutely not but i mean that was a supreme court justice i mean what are we talking about now the president, Just the president of the united of states, states. Yeah. i mean come nobody on. important don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it wow triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more pat grand lynch coming up Pat Gray. Thanks for being with us. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, exploring the bizarre mind of Beto O'Rourke. Who had a really bad weekend. I mean, wow. Uh, unearthed was some of the stuff that he wrote back as a teenager. And if we're going to, you know, talk about the fact that Mitt Romney once gave a guy a haircut when he was 18 years old <laughs> may have give, allegedly gave a guy a haircut against his will, then you certainly should be able to look into the serial killer fantasies of Beto O'Rourke. Literally fantasized about killing children, running them over on his car. So even Anderson Cooper started to realize uh, there's something about Beto Bundy that maybe we need to look into. Uh, he noted that O'Rourke, who announced, obviously, for president, has a lot of merchandise on his website, but not a lot about his political policy preferences. Anderson was speaking to uh, a reporter from Vanity Fair who was criticized for his fawning article on the candidate. Uh, Joe Hagan was the Vanity Fair writer. Hagan uh, opined that Beto had gained name recognition from unsuccessfully attempting to unseat Ted Cruz, but that he needed to prove that he has substance to back up his popularity. Yeah. It does seem like, according to Anderson, got a video. Mm-hmm. so maybe I should let him mm-hmm. uh, say what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go to his campaign website, there's a lot of stuff for sale, I noticed today. Yes. T-shirts, there's like a tote bag. Yeah. There's really uh, not anything mm-hmm. there on policy positions. Do, do That's are right. his policy positions they important? Well, I pressed out? him on a few of them. <laughs> right. And I would say, you know, he has uh, opinions about things, but he doesn't, you know, the more you press him on him, the fuzzier it gets. <laughs> That's about, huh. there he is, in a nutshell. Huh. That's great. Yeah, he... Uh, who knows where where he stands? I, I do understand. 
He's for the Green New Deal. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, he backs that, apparently. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, the AP fact check, Beto, on uh, some of his climate ravings, <laughs> he said recently that this is our final chance on global warming. The scientists are absolutely unanimous on this. That we have no more than 12 years to take incredibly bold action on this crisis. That's what he said uh, in Iowa last Thursday. Now, this is from AP. Even AP wow. fact-checked his climate nonsense. A rough start for this cat, man. Good grief. The fact is, there is no scientific consensus, much less unanimity, that the planet has only 12 years to fix the problem. A report by the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, uh, drawn from the work of hundreds of scientists, uses 2030 as a prominent benchmark because signatories to the Paris Agreement pledged emission cuts by then. <laughs> Big deal. Woo! <laughs> but it's not a last chance or a hard deadline for action as it's been interpreted by people like Beto. James Skia co-chair of the report, said, glad to clear this up. Uh, the panel did not say we have 12 years left to save the world. That was really AOC who said that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to go by everything she says as the gospel, well, you might as well just, we might as well roll up the sidewalks of America right now and call it a day because <laughs> it would be crazy to be listening to her on stuff. 888 and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Politics tweets, need to add Bush, not necessarily killers, on the next bingo board. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The deactivist to uh, the cult of the dead cow. No wonder he spends all his time at Whataburger. Uh, TJ Toppin tweets, I wonder if Robert O'Rourke had to wear green yesterday. I think he's waiting till uh, Cinco de Mayo before he starts celebrating things. Uh, Kristen tweets, Beto's hand movements are like the second coming of John Kasich's karate chop hands. Yeah. Reverend Dr. Colonel Caleb, this guy sucks. Should be in the middle square of Pat Gray Bingo until after the 2020 election. It's basically a free square at this point. Uh, Pounce de Leon, the only consequence absolving privilege that Beto enjoys is Democrat privilege. That's true. Mike, for sure. The yeah. amount of leeway. Because, like we said, if this was a Republican we were talking about, they'd be done already in whatever endeavor they had. Whatever uh, livelihood they had would probably be gone by now. From Coast 719, does that, first of all, Pat just said, count as a bingo square or does it have to come from Jeffy? Well, the first of all, did I. Did, did I say it out of the context of the bingo board? I don't think so. Uh, if if I did, then I think it counts. I don't know, Rob. Uh, uh, how, we'll many, how, how many squares do you have? Uh, no, just the one, and it's okay. not that one. So apparently not. <laughs> uh, also from uh, G.J. Herman, imagine Beto dealing with North Korea or Russia. Phew, I shudder to think. Oh, right? <laughs> and Dan Crenshaw's eye patch Brian <laughs> tweets... <laughs> If pandering was an Olympic sport, uh, the left would sweep the medal stand. Beto would be a decathlon gold medalist. That's true. It's great. It's tough. I mean, this guy, 
It, this is scary because who is he? Uh, even his wife, you know, a lot of times wives are there to show that, hey, I'm a family guy and my wife loves me. And, you know, if I was able to trick her, I can certainly trick you too. And so uh, <laughs> they sit there and gaze lovingly. But she wasn't even doing that, really. She was looking at him like, what? <laughs> what is it you're doing here? Calm, first of all, calm down. Oh, there's a first of all. First of all, calm down. There you go. Uh, secondly, uh, everything you're saying is BS. So, yeah, I don't know that she was buying into any of his rhetoric. Uh, but let me tell you about home title lock before we go any further. Uh, there was, there's been so many data breaches of our information that it is given scammers everything they need to steal your title online (laughs) you know you think about the fact that beto was in a hacker group yes (laughs) uh there are actually smart people in hacker groups do you want beto o'rourke to have access to your home title and your credit no i don't i don't No. no i don't uh and so there is something you can do about this now lifelock does such a great job I have them too, and they protect your credit cards and all of that kind of information. But Home Title Lock is the group that specializes in protecting your online title. Nothing else does, and your bank can't fix this for you. Once they have your title, it's a mess for you in your life. So go to Home Title Lock and sign up. When you do, you'll get a free title scan and report. Normally, 100 bucks. they're going to throw that in just for signing up. And when thieves steal your uh, home title, that can cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Not just 500 here or 1000 there or 1200 somewhere else. I mean, it's a, it's a huge, huge problem. You need this protection. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and get it from HomeTitleLock. They'll put a virtual barrier around your home's title. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Want to wish a belated happy birthday? We miss this on Friday. It's the 86th birthday. Oh yes, of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sure is. That's yeah. wonderful. Celebrating style. Here. So the word "woman" does not appear even once in not the even, U.S. Constitution. Not even once. Nor does the word freedom. freedom. Your Honor. Your Honor. So uh, we just want to wish happy birthday. Your Honor. Yeah, I wore my... Uh, Your Justice. I wore my, oh, nice. My notorious RBG uh, t-shirt. Nice. And look, she's got a little birthday crown. That's cute. On as well. Yeah. Listener. The notorious RBG. Uh-huh. Put that up there. <laughs> Sorry we it's missed great. this on Friday. And speaking of t-shirts, you can go to shop.theblaze.com. Yeah. And when you enter the promo code, the offer code PAT, that's good for 20% off all your merchandise. Mm-hmm. Whatever you buy, you get 20% off. And that's not just the Pat Gray Unleashed paraphernalia, although you should really stock up yeah, on this stuff. The mugs, the like, t-shirts, hoodies, the caps. You should get like a set of coffee mugs for mm-hmm. like the mornings when you have, you know, 16 people at your house. But if you also want to buy other kinds of merchandise, it covers that as well. So shop.theblaze.com, offer code PAT. Chelsea Clinton was taken to task... Uh, over the weekend. Yeah, showed up at some uh, vigil for the New Zealand victims. How dare she? Right. 
How dare she? Hmm. So a student cornered her, and uh, here's... Do we have the... Yeah. Yeah, we have that. that Here it is. All this on the podium that you have soaked. I'm so sorry. Well, certainly, it was never my intention. I do believe words matter. I believe we have to show you We do matter. And this, this, this right here is the result of a massacre stoked by people like you and the words that you put out into the world. Oh, shut and up. And I want you to know that, and I want you to feel that deep inside. 49 people died because of the rhetoric that you put out there. I don't think. What I don't does think I'm sorry you feel that way mean? What does that mean? Uh, if you don't know what that means, um, you need to go back to nursery school. So, what hateful things That's did Chelsea Clinton say that, oh, that, that I, created this massacre? I shudder to even report. <laughs> I'll see if I can get through it without weeping. Okay, so. Uh, uh, but following Alan Omar's tweet uh-huh. that it's all about the Benjamins baby, you know, the anti Semitic trope that. Jews have money and they use it to run the world. Chelsea Clinton tweeted out. If you're driving, you might want to pull over. Right. I'm wondering how you're going to proceed because... <laughs> um, there's a, a tongue-swallowing risk when yeah. you hear this. You'll be so aghast. And, and you, you may swallow your tongue. In quoting this Chelsea Clinton mm-hmm. tweet, yeah. you may be stoking more yes. massacres. Oh. So just So tre- we got to be very careful. Here. Let me just say, first of all, please don't allow this to inflame you in your massacre intent. Okay. Here's what she tweeted, though. Okay. I'm quoting her. These are not my words. It's not Pat's words, okay? We should expect all elected officials, regardless of party, and all public figures to not traffic in anti-Semitism. The end. Wow. Painful. That is scorched earth right there. Painful. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. You might as well have just taken a uh, sawed-off shotgun and blew people's head off. You might as well have done that. Come on. Chelsea. Chelsea. Is that amazing? That is absolutely... I, I mean, do I love it when liberals eat their own? Yes. But that was... You look at Chelsea listening to this garbage, and because she's so liberal, mm-hmm. she just just absorbs it. She just takes it all in like a sponge, accepts it, tells her she's sorry, apologizes that she made her feel that way. Uh, she wasn't in the wrong at all. She didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. And by the way, no liberal would ever defend uh, a conservative like this, um, but I think a lot of conservatives are defending Chelsea today. Yeah, when this because tweet it's ridiculous traction over the weekend, um, lots of conservatives, myself included, came to the defense of Chelsea Clinton. Um, and that be- is pathetic. Before long, um, there were Twitter accounts being deleted by these students that thought this was going to play out differently uh, in their favor. So there's some hope there. What does that mean? What does that mean that you've, you're sorry you feel that way? What does that mean? <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> what a world, man. I mean, you can't say anything. You can't do anything. You can't stick up for right uh, without just being beaten to death by somebody. Even now when you're on the left. So from that standpoint... You know, this is good. They're getting a taste of their own medicine, and maybe they'll decide finally they don't like it and that this has gone way too far. Meantime, uh, let me take just another minute.
and tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. Because if you don't get vegetables in your diet, uh, like I don't, then this is a great way to go. And, you know, you want that healthy, you want the nutrients that you can get from kale without having to put it in your mouth and actually experience the nastiness of of that leaf. (laughs) That leaf. Ugh. (laughs) Uh, there's no excuse anymore not to get these healthy nutrients in your diet. Because all you have to do is take a scoop of Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens and put it into a smoothie or eight ounces of water, stir it up, and it tastes great. It's real, every scoop, real certified USDA organic fruits and vegetables with antioxidant power. It'll uh, boost your immune system. And it's pre and probiotic. Real food. And if it wasn't for Field of Greens, again, I would just be (laughs) lacking in all vegetable product. So go to BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. And you'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. A better you awaits. Healthier you. You'll just feel better. It's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Who knew that I could feel this kind of sympathy for Chelsea Clinton? (laughs) You're looking at that video of her getting dressed down by that idiot. It's just sad, isn't it? And she's pregnant. Uh, And and what year is it? Uh, I believe it's 2019. Okay, then you answered your question. (laughs) (laughs) That this is the year nothing makes sense, man. Yeah, but every year is that. Every year is that now. Yeah, that's true. Because we're just in a crazy, crazy world. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, by the way, President Trump continues to claim that the fake news media is saying there are no new sections of border wall, and we've we've mentioned that several times. Also, well, now the head of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection confirmed Uh they have there has not been any new walls built uh under president trump now they fixed other portions dilapidated walls sections whatever um but president trump said we have already built large new sections and that the fake news keeps saying that we haven't Mm. well so does uh the cbp they said last year they were designing and constructing approximately 25 miles of levee wall system, um, but nothing new has been built. Uh, looking for the exact... Utilizing fiscal year 2017 funds, CBP has constructed approximately 38 of 40 miles of wall in place of outdated designs in San Diego, El Centro, uh, and a few other places. Providing new capability for the U.S. Border Patrol. This barrier replaced dilapidated infrastructure, half of which was Normandy-style vehicle barrier. Construction has also started on the San Diego secondary replacement, the first project funded in 2018. The first new wall project where no barrier currently exists is anticipated to start in April in Hidalgo County of the Rio Grande Valley sector. So here in Texas... They're planning to start building some wall in April. Mm -hmm. But according to Roger Mayer of 
uh, Customs and Border Protection, it has not yet happened. I'm looking forward to the time when they actually do start building it. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that this all proves uh, Stu and I are safe on eating our underwear on this. <laughs> because we said from the beginning, we're well, not... look. Yes. Here we go. Look. Uh, all you need to do is pass a law that says it shall be built. Yeah. And that will take care of all of this. Well, because shall, what does that mean? It means you must. Right? It means it will be built, by golly. That's all we need. And then, then we're and done. And then, then you're done. Then we're done. Just got to pass a law. Unless 13 years funds. later, you still haven't done squat in that regard. Then you're not so done. Uh-huh. Uh, but good news. They may start doing it in April. May. Keep your fingers crossed. May start. 888 It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. Thank you for being with us. 888 Pat Unleashed. Uh, in terms of overall tweets, scrub my balls on the next bingo card. Oh, better poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mean tweets of Helena. Beto's poem should be read in the voices of Al Gore, Arlen Specter, and Gadon the American. <laughs> yeah, well, we might work on that, actually. Uh-huh. That might be worth nice. doing. From uh, Bob Labla. Love the Bob Labla. Uh, Beto O'Rourke's poetry is starting to rival Al Gore's. It still has a ways to go, though. Uh, from Terrence Wolf Jr. Dems defending cray-cray Beto writing. He was just 16. Also, Dems, voting age should be lowered to 16. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. Oh. A brilliant point. Mm-hmm. Snickerdoodle breath. Come on, Pat. How old were you when you first fantasized about pediatric vehicular homicide? <laughs> uh, older than I am now because it hasn't happened yet. Uh, right. Uh, rants allowed. Hey, if a 16-year-old can muse about mowing down children... Why not give them the right to vote there at 16? See, look at that. Everyone's picking up on this. <laughs> Steve uh, Steckety. Beto believes policy should be like gender. Fluid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Putin. Honoritz. Uh, what a backward world when we're defending Chelsea Clinton. She's in no way responsible for the attack. Even Judy isn't buying this BS. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good, man. That's so great. And then we got a visual tweet here. Uh, okay. Go ahead and put Kristen's tweet up, if you would, there. Beto O'Rourke. Oh, and, <laughs> and Butthead. And Butthead. That's not Beavis, right? That is Butthead. That, well, that, of course, that's Butthead. Okay. Uh, 11,024th <clears throat> Mexican, 99.9% Butthead. <laughs> yeah. Does look a little look, similar, I mean, too, it looks eh? like he was... I never thought of Butthead as a handsome man, but... Whoa. There's the proof right there. <laughs> There's the proof. <laughs> Wait a minute, now I'm torn. Am I calling Beto handsome? I, I can call, oh. I'll call Butthead handsome. All right, but you won't call, call, really? See, now I, mm. I don't All right. know what to do with this. Some more controversy, too, uh, developed over the weekend with Malik Obama, <clears throat> Barack's half-brother, tweeting out something fairly interesting. Uh, he went on Twitter and tweeted... Is Michelle Michael <laughs> playing into the conspiracy theory that Michelle Obama is actually a man? <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Why? Why? 
Is he stirring this pot? I don't know. They, he must not be a fan of Barack's. Or do they not get along? And which one is Malik? I don't know. This I is thought, Malik. I thought George was the one he abandoned or just ignores. Uh, but uh, Malik, I don't know this uh, guy. I don't know. Hmm. Huh. In 2017, uh, Alex Jones was, he claimed he had proof that Michelle was a man. Oh. Yeah, he had proof. Wow. Well, so whoa, this should be fascinating. Hold on. I don't know that I appeared to have a very large penis uh, in her pants. Her shoulders are wide. Her face is very, very masculine. She looks like a tranny. And so you ask yourself, are the children a beard for Obama? No, I don't ask myself uh, and that. And, of but... course, Michelle Obama or Michael Obama. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Michelle Obama or Michael Obama. There was the proof right there. I mean, I think we're done. We're done. Case, case closed. And what more do you need? Uh, if he, you know, if he can present that powerful a case, yeah. the least we can do is say, yep, hats off to well, I, Alex on that. That was powerful. And on a personal note, it's kind of surprising <laughs> that, that Barack Obama took so long to get on board with same-sex marriage. Right? I mean, in retrospect. <laughs> Jeez. That's just amazing. Crazy. Oh, okay. Nutty stuff. Um, yeah, that's a good choice mm-hmm, of words. Exactly. <laughs> now, Malik apparently has stirred the pot before. Uh, he's fanned the flames. He tweeted out a birth certificate when that was all going on. And underneath said, what's this? <laughs> and it's a birth certificate from the Coast Province General Hospital in uh, Mombasa, Kenya. And it is the uh, birth certificate, purportedly, of Barack Hussein Obama II. It lists Stanley Ann Obama and Barack Hussein Obama. One born in 42, the other 1936. Goes through the whole thing, signed by seeming officials. Got a little footprint at the bottom there, a little baby footprint. Okay. And um, he claims that was his birth certificate. You could easily forge that, I'm sure, but... I didn't. I didn't know he had done that. That Malik Obama did yeah. that, and now, now he's he's playing into the Michelle Obama is a man thing. Wow. <laughs> you know what are brothers for? If not to create a little bit of uh, you know conspiracy theory among them, that's that's. Well, uh, well, I'm sure Barack appreciates that. Oh, in law uh, uh, fighting going on there. Maybe a little jealousy there <laughs> too. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Barack hasn't shared the wealth. Uh, even though he did say he was his brother's keeper and uh, doesn't seem to be keeping his brothers. And at some point, you've made enough money. Right. That's so right. And what point well. is that for the Obamas who reportedly got a 50 to $100 million deal with Netflix? Do you need that much? No, you don't need that much I money. Don't. Nobody needs that yeah. much money. Huh. I mean, they already live in a, what, 10,000 square yeah. foot palace in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, besides, you got two guys bringing in income now, obviously, into the family. As we Between learned. Michael and uh, yeah, Barack, as yeah. As we've learned this morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> you can say what you will about Michelle. I don't think she's a man. No. Is it just me? No, those arms Not give it away that the she's arms, obviously so beautiful. all woman. The, oh, man. Just the arms alone. Good golly, yes. The mm. arms. Wow. What fantastic arms she has. Mm. Uh, all right. <laughs> Also over the weekend, a senator uh, was egged because 
he actually spoke out. Yeah, now, this is an Australian senator. Australian senator who was talking about the shooting in New Zealand. And uh, Senator Fra- Fraser Anning, mm-hmm. senator for Queensland. And of the shooting, he wrote, Speaking following reports of multiple shootings at two mosques in New Zealand earlier today, Senator Fraser Anning responded with strong condemnation. I am utterly opposed to any form of violence within our community, and I totally condemn the actions of the gunmen. However, whilst this kind of violent vigilantism can never be justified, what it highlights is the growing fear within our community, both in Australia and New Zealand, of the increasing Muslim presence. Okay, you know that's going to be problematic. Mm. As always, left-wing politicians in the media will rush to claim that the causes of today's shootings lie with gun laws or those who hold nationalist views. But this is all cliched nonsense. The real cause of the bloodshed on New Zealand's streets today is the immigration program, which allowed Muslim fanatics to migrate to New Zealand in the first place. Let us be clear. While Muslims may have been the victims today, usually they are the perpetrators. Wow. Worldwide, Muslims are killing people in the name of their faith on an industrial scale. The entire religion of Islam is simply the violent ideology of a 6th century despot masquerading as a religious leader, which justifies endless war against anyone who opposes it and calls for the murder of unbelievers and apostates. The truth is that Islam is not like any other faith. It's the religious equivalent of fascism. And just because followers of this savage belief were not the killers in this instant does not make them blameless. Ooh. No matter what you believe on that front, not the time. Not the time for it. Yeah, and the people, the victims here weren't out killing people. No, they were not. Completely peaceful. Their neighbors all said they were great people and they couldn't understand why this senseless act was committed. And so... This is pretty ugly. Um, and in America, I think this senator would be done. I mean, if this happened here, if somebody said all of these things here, uh, bye-bye. Yeah. You're going to be, I- I'll bet, removed from office almost immediately, forced to resign at the very least. Um, but, but now what if... Um what if you tried mm. to indict a- an entire race of people by... Um, uh, coming up with tropes and anti-Semitism, um, would, would anything happen to you? Uh, hypothetically, I mean, uh, in that respect? No. Okay. No, nothing would happen to you. I mean, they might release a general, <laughs> you know, a general rebuke of hmm. racism, you know, as a whole. Okay. But they won't go specifically after you, the person who has been the hypothetically, anti-Semite. Right? Hypothetically Talking speaking. Hypotheticals yes. Here. Yes. I mean, uh, so, this Australian leader was speaking to reporters, uh, Senator Fraser Anning, and a kid came up to him, and here's what happened. Watch this. So they took him down. So the teenager exits. <clears throat> Smashes an egg on his head. He turns around and smacks the kid mm-hmm. with an open hand. Just slapped him, and then the kid comes at him, and he he hits him again. But 
I mean, you can't defend yourself when somebody smashes an egg on your head. That's just a natural reaction, yeah, right? Turn and around center, and slap the guy. He didn't see it happen. I mean, he was completely caught off guard. He doesn't know yeah. what's next, so he's going to turn around and defend himself. But Absolutely. no doubt he's in trouble for this, oh, too, okay. right? Of course he is, yes. Yeah, they're going to get him for that. Mm-hmm. This guy's pro- career is probably about done in Australia. Uh, but how how is it possible that a kid gets that close to it? Do they have no security in Australia? you got no... Nobody watching the safety and protecting these yeah, senators? It looked like he was kind of wrapping up a town hall or <clears> something <throat> like that. And so that's when he was talking to reporters. So the kid got up there. And, of course, the prime minister in Australia says, full force of the law should be brought down on the senator the for senator. defending himself. Of course. Of course. After being attacked, blindsided. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacinda Ardern. She is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. She said, uh, our gun laws will change, too. She said at a news conference that she was advised that the gunman had five firearms, two semi-automatic weapons, two shotguns, and a lever-action firearm, and that he had acquired a gun license in November 2017. While work is being done as to the chain of events that led to both the holding of his gun license and the possession of these weapons, I can tell you one thing right now. Our gun laws will change, she said. Now, apparently, New Zealand doesn't have the kind of strict gun ban in place in Australia, but that's apparently what's going to happen now. Certainly looks that way. And they have actually said there will be no opposition to it. Mm. nobody's going to oppose this. That's why this is the absolute wrong time, because you're not, you're not thinking logically and reasonably and thinking about freedom mm-hmm. and the safety of all people. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of, oh my gosh, a tragedy just happened, and you're dealing completely on emotion, and you're likely to do ridiculous things. Yeah, passing gun laws like that that restrict uh, your freedom right after a massacre like that, not a good plan, kind of like uh, getting the Patriot Act after 9-11. Yeah, a lot like that. And, I mean, I I don't know New Zealand's constitution well enough, but my guess is they don't have a, they don't have a Second Amendment type of uh, amendment. Yeah, do I don't know. In their constitution? I just know that... Um, Lyle Russell, who lives in New Zealand, reached out to me over the weekend. Uh, you can effectively just uh, keep guns in your vehicle. Um, oh, you can? Yeah, and then you can get uh, a gun license. I'm trying to find his uh, uh, thing. But it sounds uh, it sounds uh, pretty similar to many states uh, in hmm. this country. Um, you just can't conceal. Um, okay. It looks like, uh, yeah. Also, according to an upcoming report from Italian-based Centers for Studies on New Religions, they determined that uh, there were 90,000 Christians killed for their beliefs worldwide last year. A couple years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this cause, because this report was uh, about 2016? Yeah, 2017. This published right. out. But yeah, but so people making the point this weekend that you know, no one ever talks about Christian deaths around the world. You know? A third were at the hands of Islamic extremists like ISIS. Mm-hmm. Others were killed by state and non-state persecution like in places uh, in North Korea. Wow. So, um, but no one ever talks about that. No, we never hear about that. Never hear about that. Well, you can't really talk about that because there's a lot of Christians and, and they, you know, they deserve it, I guess. 
That seems to be the prevailing theory among some. Yeah, and I wonder, and I and I honestly don't know, mm. but when there's like, a, remember the Easter attacks, churches getting blown up in yeah. Egypt and mm-hmm. uh, places over there. Um, 90,000, I mean, that's a lot of people. There's no vigils for when churches get blown up, that's for sure. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, speaking of religion, here's a great way to get more religion into your daily diet. It, we're all busy, and it, it is a lot of times really hard to find the time to sit down and read your scriptures for any length of time. So this is a fantastic way to go. It's called the Wonder Bible, and you just turn this on, and you can listen to the scriptures conveniently while you're driving around or doing some work around the home or wherever you are, because this is completely portable, fits in your pocket. Yeah. You can pause it. You can skip to another chapter or another book if you want to. 10-hour uh, charge. Last for a really long time. With Easter coming up, this would be a great gift for a loved one in your life. I uh, can't think of a better Easter gift, as a matter of fact. Give them the Wonder Bible. Easy to use, portable, and affordable. Just uh, buy one Wonder Bible for thirty nine ninety nine, and get an optional second Wonder Bible for 50% off with free shipping and handling. That way you can get one for yourself, get one to give as a gift. To order your Wonder Bible, go to 1-800, or just call 1-800-558-6993, or visit online at wonderbible.com. Again, you can call 800-558-6993 or go to wonderbible.com to order. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888 Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, by the way, tickets are now available for Mercury One's forthcoming special exhibition it opens this summer i'll be there 12 score and three years ago the unfinished promise of unity um make sure you write this into your summer plans because this is going to be an incredible museum we've done these museums i don't know how many times here in dallas pretty much once a year maybe huh since we got here and every year is better than the one before. And this one promises to be the best. When you visit this, your kids are going to beg you to come back again. So that's a promise? You're yes. making a promise? I'm promising you. You're promising. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. they promise that or you're promising that? Well, they're promising and I'm promising for for them. Wow, they're not, that's yeah. bold. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's probably But fair. I do think it's going to be good. It's going to be that good. The storytelling, the immersive experiences we're building, it's, it should be fantastic covers slavery and freedom in an eye-opening way. You'll have a chance to experience this incredible era and leave equipped to be an agent of change. Tickets are available right now at mercuryone.org. So just go there and get your tickets and make your travel plans. Or you can call 972-499-4747. Wow, Disney has reinstated James Gunn to uh, direct Galaxy, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Now, he was fired because he wrote those weird uh, sort of pedophilia-type yeah. tweets. Showers with boys or something? Yeah. That was weird. Made jokes about rape, and, you know, people were outraged. Now, nobody is alleging, as far as I know, that he did any of those things. But he talked about him in a tweet, and that was enough. 
although a lot of the uh, actors all came to his his aid and said, hey, should not be firing him for this. And apparently they, I think some of them were uh, like Chris Pratt were going to boycott the next movie if he wasn't reinstated. And it worked. He was reinstated on Friday. Um, so money, money talks. Yeah. The first two, first two uh, Guardian of the Galaxy movies made one point six billion in global box office. That speaks volumes. <laughs> one point six billion dollars. So yeah, this is one of the first people I've seen in this age of Me Too that has actually come back from it. Who else has done that? Uh, usually. Once you've had the accusation made against you, you are toast, and that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it takes. Just the accusation, and you're done in this town or virtually any other. So, Virtually any other, but there is one town where, um, where you uh, can handle that kind of uh, uh, scrutiny, typically. And what is that town? That town is Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> And in the meantime, uh, Kamala Harris is attacking Mike Pence in this environment with the Me Too thing, and she's attacking him to crowds all over the country uh, because his uh, stance on being alone with women. Now, that's not actually his stance. He said he wouldn't have dinner alone with a woman, right? Without his wife being present. Right. Well, I mean, that was a Billy Graham rule. He wouldn't close his office door if he was meeting with a woman. Smart. Especially in this environment of Me Too. So because you're exercising caution like that and you don't want to, you're trying to avoid even the appearance of any wrongdoing. Uh, that sets you up for ridicule. And Kamala Harris has a problem with this? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Policy? Yeah. She, uh, she said uh, it's, let's see, I'm looking for her quotes here. I think it's ridiculous the idea that you would deny a professional woman the opportunity to have a meeting with a vice president of the United States is outrageous. Of course, that's not the issue. You're not being denied the opportunity to have a meeting with him. There can be other people present, and he'll meet with you. Or, I believe, he'll meet with you alone in the office. Maybe keep the door open. I don't know. I don't know how that works in his office, but what he was specifically talking about was dinner alone. With a woman. Man, the things people choose to get upset about. It's just unbelievable. And I got news for you. Um, You're running against Trump. Why are you making Pence the issue? Right. On top of this insanity. Because they'll, I mean, they'll go after anything they possibly can. Yeah. And that's right. Try to belittle every single thing that's good and decent. I mean, that's his, his, uh, the point of this is that so, you know, he's protected and they're protected. Nobody can say, hey, Mike Pence did this to me because he wasn't alone with them. So he's protected. The women are protected. And then if there's some meeting that's absolutely necessary, you can have somebody present or at least around there somewhere. If it's a super secretive mission or meeting that you're having with uh, Mike Pence, which I don't, I don't know what kind of meeting that would be. Uh, but 
you would think that you should use a preponderance of caution in this environment. Just amazing. 888 If you're a Verizon customer, here's where your money goes um, once you pay your bill. They contribute to the ACLU, which is working hard to take away your individual right to bear arms. They contribute to the Environmental Defense Fund, which supports cap and trade. They supported same-sex marriage by signing an amicus brief asking the Supreme Court to overturn state marriage laws. They're a corporate sponsor of the National Urban League, which supports Common Core. Uh, They are a partner with LULAC, which advocates for sanctuary cities. Now, if you'd like a company that shares your principles and values, there is one to choose from. Patriot Mobile. Plus, you're going to get the same great service that Verizon and AT&T offer. Same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $20 a month. Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Get free activation on up to two lines. We need to stick together, and it starts by supporting each other. Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Twitter uh, where uh, TJ Toppin tweets, where are the men? Apparently married to Barack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that didn't okay. count. That didn't count. Yeah, it's a, it's a tweet. But... Actually, that wasn't from the tweet. I think that one should count. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, but it was... Uh, from Just Too Muck and Fudge. Whoa, whoa. They need to have a conversation in Australia about good, common sense, assault egg reform. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. From Swank Think... Kamala has just upset Pence found a way around their ability to make baseless accusations. Yeah. So true. And uh, from in terms of overall, (laughs) referring to the Beto poetry from earlier today, scrub my balls on the next bingo card. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Somebody said it would be interesting to read these as Al Gore or uh, Arlen Specter. Okay, here we go. A little Beto poetry mm-hmm. from Al. Because, of course, Al, you remember his incredible poetry that Harry, Harry Smith was so impressed by. Yeah, he was. I need a butt shine right now. You are holy, oh, sacred cow. I thirst for you. Provide milk. <sighs> Buff my balls. Love the cow. Good fortune for those that do. Love me. Breathe my feet. The cow has risen. Wax my ass. Scrub my ball. The cow has risen. Provide milk. You know what? That's a little too harsh. (laughs) It's a little too harsh to... Uh, continually say, yeah, let's, uh, uh, "Wow, that is and, that and, is bad news." And let's think of the uh, science behind uh, Beto's request. I mean, mm-hmm. the cow's got hooves; doesn't have an opposable thumbs or anything. I don't yeah. know how that's going to even work. Love me, breathe my feet is a that's a troubling line. I don't understand it. There's a lot of trouble. Yeah, lines the whole in thing that. is is troubling. He's a troubled man. <laughs> He wrote this when he was 16 years old. Yeah. 
you may think, wow, how deep. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm happy to hear that in your voice. Yeah. One yeah. thin September soon, a floating continent disappears in the midnight sun. Midnight. Vapors sun. rise as fever settles fever on thin. an acid sea. Neptune's bones dissolve. Dissolve. Snow glides from the mountain. Right. Ice fathers floods Blood for, for a, a season. season. Hard, Hard rain, rain comes quickly. Comes quickly. Then, dirt, then is parched. dirt is parched. Kindling is placed in the forest for, for the lightning celebration. celebration. Unknown oh, no. creatures take their, their leave unmourned. Horsemen ready their stirrups. stirrups. Passion seeks Passion. heroes and friends. The bell Here. of the city on the hill is rung. The shepherd cries. The hour of choosing has arrived. arrived. Here are your, are your tools. I am wow. a tool. Wow. I'm so glad you read that. I was really, I'm very happy. Thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to hear it in your voice. I think we're all happy to hear it in his voice. <laughs> all right, 888-900-3393. Hmm. Yeah, Al and Beto seem to have some stuff in common. That's kind of great. Thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. Thank you for asking me. I knew it would be powerful. Especially if I read it in my sort of sultry bedroom voice like this. <laughs> wow, there's some chakra being released somewhere. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. Hmm. Uh, we're finding out some interesting things about the first moonshot. Um, apparently there was some hurt feelings about who would be the first one to step out onto the moon surface really yeah they didn't draw straws or rock paper scissors or something? no they didn't no they apparently went with seniority and to the guy who was calm cool collected uh so i would humble. not I, yeah that's yeah yeah and it didn't seem to be buzz aldrin although i guess he really wanted it badly and uh the other thing that we may not have known is how dangerous this mission really was yeah. i mean Really, really scary stuff. The mission to the California soundstage? <laughs> yes. <doing> yeah. <laughs> the traffic was really bad, yeah. and they could have been like, hurt man, on the look, way. We, the government <laughs> only rented out that soundstage for two hours, and we're already running late. We got to go. But the computer aboard the Apollo mission, the Apollo guidance computer, the memory and processing speed, it had 72 kilobytes of memory. What? 72 kilobytes. Wait a minute. Not gigabytes. Uh, 72,000 bytes of memory. That's it. <laughs> I just, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't last two minutes today. No. And a processing speed millions of times slower than the average smartphone of today. Oh, my word. Isn't that incredible? That's a great fact there. So... It's a miracle that these guys got the job done and arrived there safely and got back safely. Apparently, they had 18 contingency plans for if anything went wrong. How many? Eight. 18! Thank you. And uh, that, that is the actual number. That wasn't a Jeffy number. Uh-huh. And one, they had a whole bunch of contingencies where if Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin got stuck on the moon... Uh. That Collins, uh, who was you know flying the, uh, the the craft above them and waiting for them to come back and dock after the landing on the moon, he would have just returned to Earth alone. No, 
and they would have been left there to die. Oh. Can you imagine how awful that would have been? Yeah, I never think of that, yeah. um, of that risk. So you want us to go where? And how do we get back? Like, I'm right. not at that point, and I'm surprised I've never really thought of this, but if I'm an astronaut and they're talking about going to the moon, I'm not so much concerned about the getting there and enjoying myself when I'm there. Mm-hmm. I want more than anything to understand how what the plan is of us getting back. Yeah. And wow. what happens if something goes wrong? How are you going to come back up there and retrieve us? <laughs> and there was no way. There was no way. If they couldn't have gotten off that uh, off the surface of the moon in the lander, they were just dead. They're just going to be left to die, and it wouldn't have taken long. They would have run out of oxygen pretty quickly, and Collins could have done nothing about it. How long did they spend on the moon? I think it was just the night, wasn't it? Mm. I don't I don't remember for sure, but I think it might have been just like a day or so. Yeah, it's hard to get a hotel room it is. up there more it is than one difficult. night at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's such a popular destination that... Yeah, not, even um, a, not a lot of vacancies. Not a Stuckies up there or anything. No, yeah. they no. spent twenty-two hours on the moon. Twenty-two hours. Wow. Yeah. So one night, probably didn't sleep that much. I'd be hungry. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm hungry right now. Yeah, me too. And I just you ate too. we're something. not even on the moon. What is happening here? Uh, so just an amazing thing, and I, I can't wait to see that documentary that they have with oh, all cool. the unseen footage. Of Apollo 11. This is apparently like never before seen footage that they dug up. Is this the footage that has the alien that tried to attack them? (laughs) Yes. That we've heard about? Yeah, it's got that too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that should be good. It is good. I still haven't seen First Man. What's my problem? Oh, really? I really need to see that. Yeah, it's pretty good. I I liked it. 888 Let's go to Eric in West Virginia. Eric, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. How you doing this morning? Doing good. Listen, Alexandria, Ocasio, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Plan, Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. What is what is it going to do? Everybody talks about the it's not you know you're not going to be able to drive a car, blah blah blah. That has mm-hmm. just gone on and on. But what do we expect in twelve years? And who measures that? And what temperature is it we want? Yes, I mean it is, that's that's a good question. I don't understand. Nobody even talks about the absurdity. They said, yeah, if we don't do all this, it'll drop by three degrees. Well, what is that going to (laughs) do? I honestly don't know. I've never heard them mention a target temperature. Appreciate the call, Eric. It's a really good question. Have you ever heard of target temperature? What is the, what do we want if you can get the temperature in Texas during the summer months to be a constant 72, I'm 72. all about Yeah, it has to be 72 degrees change. and sunny everywhere I'm around the globe. All about it. You can't just uh, say Texas with your white man privilege. you got to be everywhere. <laughs> it's got to be 72 and sunny. Everywhere. And somehow everything still grows. Okay, yes. Okay, you good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I like it. Okay, no, and the breeze cannot exceed five miles per hour on any given day. Well, no, because you'd ruin a lot of sporting events, uh, well. so... Yeah, I mean, we can do that, right? Mm-hmm. With $100 trillion, we can fix that and oh. just make the entire planet San Diego. Hmm. I like it. Hmm. Let's do that. I like it, too. Uh, I was reading again over the weekend in that uh, in the Inconvenient Facts book Yes, by, what's his face? Uh, Gregory Wrightstone. That's his face. Yeah, Gregory Whitestone. Right. Right. That's what I said. Gregory Wrightstone. It's exactly what I said, Keith. Mm-hmm. 
check that tape, Martin. <laughs> and he was talking about the fact that the last interglacial period uh, was 14.5 degrees Fahrenheit hotter than today. And in fact, it's been up to 18 degrees, 18 degrees hotter than it is today on an average. Can you imagine that? I mean, that is, now that's global warming. Yeah. And that was all, that was 120,000 years ago and beyond. And so for them to continually call this unprecedented is just such nonsense. It's nothing of the kind. And they just keep trying to erase all of history so that we don't catch on to their hoax. It's really frustrating. Yep. Uh, let me tell you about Home Title Lock. Why are you waiting to secure your most valuable asset? Not your car. You know, your most valuable non-human asset, that is. Oh, I see what you did there. Your house. You, yeah. you, I mean, if you, you protect your credit cards, you protect your social security number, you protect all of those things, but your home title goes unprotected when it's stored online, that's... That's not a good idea. If you have a mortgage or you've refinanced through a major bank, um, you could be in danger of losing your house. Scammers have everything they need as a rule to steal your home's title and then just forge your signature as the seller, refile under a new name, and then take out loans against your home's equity and you get stuck with the payments. So... Uh, it is a really serious problem that's very, very difficult to resolve. LifeLock does a great job of other sorts of fraud and, and identity theft, but they don't protect you from home title fraud. Home Title Lock does, and they'll put a virtual barrier around your online title. Go to Home Title Lock right now and register for your free title scanner report. That's normally $100. They're going to throw that in just for signing up. HomeTitleLock.com. Get some protection for your most valuable asset. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. And uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, The Washington State Senate has passed a bill, I don't think it's gone to the House yet, but the Senate passed a bill that would keep Donald Trump, the President of the United States, off the ballot in 2020 unless he releases his tax returns. Oh, shut up. (laughs) I don't even know if that's constitutional. Washington State Senate passed a bill that would drop him from the ballot uh, unless he releases The bill, which advanced Tuesday to the state's House of Representatives, would require any candidate on the ballot for president in the state to release five years of tax returns before appearing in a general or primary election. Okay. Again, is that constitutional? Senators voted by a 28-21 margin to approve the bill. Uh, The state's attorney general and solicitor told lawmakers in a letter this week that the proposal likely was constitutional, but analysts expect the law, if passed, to be challenged in federal court. Yeah, I would say so. If you don't put the president on the ballot because he hasn't released his tax returns, which they don't have to do, Mm -mm. um, that seems like a problem to me. 
Now, would I love to see President Trump's tax returns? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but should you keep him off the ballot if he doesn't provide him? No. No, you should not. Washington's getting worse and worse and worse. Although, oh. here's a little glimmer of hope for the state. Oh. Washington residents could vote to make daylight saving time year-round under a bill. Uh, I thought they were going to... I thought they were... This is actually a dark cloud, then. I don't want daylight savings year-round. Oh, you round. want it to be the winter. I want it to be standard time okay. year-round. Yeah. Just leave it alone. We don't need it. Yeah. That's an old thing that was for farmers. That's done. <laughs> we don't need that anymore. We have something called electricity now. So... <laughs> It's a it's a stupid thing to do every single year. Spring ahead, fall back. No. Engrossed substitute Senate Bill fifty one thirty nine was approved in a forty six to three vote just two days after clocks were set forward. So they might go year round with uh, daylight savings. Third year in a row that this guy Senator Jim Honeyford has pitched the daylight saving bill. Hmm. See, people seem more angry about it this year. You know? like they do. Like he does this yeah, for every do. year for three years, but it just seems like everybody this year is complaining about it. <laughs> yes. So this might be the time to it strike might be. while the iron's hot. Yeah, we're getting angry about everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you know <laughs> so, what? Let's just let's, let's add that to it. Yeah, might as well. Mm-hmm. This is a good time to do it. Also, in Georgia, they're doing the same thing. Okay. Another bill to uh, keep Georgia on daylight saving time year-round. Uh, this is going to be helpful. This is going to be so convenient when it's like uh, Georgia's one time and uh, mm. South yeah. Carolina's another. And then you know what? Uh, up in Charlotte, they're 30 minutes ahead. Uh, <laughs> over when you get there, you get up to D.C., that's a good 47 and a half minutes difference uh, from where you were back in Atlanta, I'm sorry yeah. to tell you. Yeah. In ah. North Dakota, there's a bill to set the clocks back 15 minutes uh, just for fun. Just for fun. I don't know if that's going to pass. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I tell you, I, I just, you know what? Just start over. We'll yeah. Start over. Uh, also, in a surprising vote. Oh, this is good news. The now, new, this is good news. Yeah. The New Mexico Senate voted down that HB 51 bill. Um, that was another extreme abortion law like they had in New York and passed, mm-hmm. like they proposed in Virginia. Then it was Vermont, I think. And then New Mexico, and this thing just is spreading all over the country. But in New Mexico, they came to their senses. So they were trying to ensure legal abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. They were trying to remove parental notification and force doctors to commit abortions in spite of any moral objection they might have. Sorry, you don't want to? Tough. Tough. You have to. Can you? I I can't even... Imagine that. It's not America at that point. Yeah, it's not. In a vote of 18 in favor, 24 against, eight Democrats voted against the bill. So eight Democrats joined Republicans voting against this bill in New Mexico. We're so thankful to the senators who stood up for women, unborn children, and their constituents tonight to vote against HB 51, said the New Mexico Alliance for Life uh, in a statement. How about that? Good. Good news for Tide is turning in New Mexico once and for all, and we embrace our diverse cultural tradition that has always celebrated life. Hmm. Um, so I like this. 
the one of the Democrat senators who voted against the bill, yeah, Gabriel Ramos, said, "How can we protect coyotes, frogs, prairie dogs, and chickens, but not the beating heart of a baby in a woman's womb?" Ah, well, there's a thank you. There's a U.S. senator who um, wow took that challenge. <laughs> yep. Um. Senator Jeff Merkley Oregon, yeah. uh, announced earlier this month that he's sponsoring a Senate bill that would prevent... <laughs> Here we go. Not babies. Uh-uh. Not human babies. <laughs> it would prevent kittens from being killed after they're used in research, according to NBC. So thank you, well, that's good. Senator I mean, Merkley. Uh, we and, don't and, want kittens well, killed. he's consistent, right? I mean, he wants to protect kittens. No, it, but he doesn't he want to protect to... babies. He didn't... Uh, oh. Yeah, he didn't, I see. he didn't vote to protect babies. Yeah. The Kitten Act, though, <laughs> would protect cats from being euthanized after government testing. And he said last week, and I agree, that practice is archaic and horrific. Yeah. Unlike the practice of, you know, killing human babies, which is which he didn't. wonderful and a woman's choice. He did not vote for. No. Mm-hmm. The USDA's decision to slaughter kittens after they're used in research is an archaic pro- process, practice, and horrific treatment, and we need to end it. The Kitten Act. Kitten Act. Is this true? I mean, can this... Yeah. Where, where do we get this? This can't be true. Let me see it. That's from theblaze.com. Is it from the Blaze? <laughs> it can't be true, right? Let me see it. Hand it to me, and I'll tell you in five seconds. It says right there, the Blaze. Yeah. Right? Uh, where are we at? Yep. The front. And it's from the blaze. Yeah. And you notice that they, they didn't call it the cat act because no, that would got no support. People have been like, I don't know, kill the cats, whatever. I don't care about cats. But now you call it the kitten act. Now people are like, oh, no. The kitten act will protect these innocent animals from being <laughs> needlessly euthanized in government testing and make sure that they can be adopted by loving families instead. But you can't do the same for a human baby. Uh-huh. It's the. Um, Kittens in traumatic testing ends now act of... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How can they do this with a straight face and still be full frontal abortion people? How? How is that possible? Listen to all that. The Kitten Act will protect these innocent animals, not these innocent babies, from being needlessly euthanized, and make sure that they can be adopted by loving families instead. So, again, that should not apply, obviously, to human babies. You just got to come up with an acronym for baby. And then wow, the thing will sail through. That's amazing. Maybe we can trick them into thinking that abortion is about kittens instead <laughs> of humans. And maybe we can stop it that way. So, wait a minute now. What am I voting on? I'm about to, I'm about to cast my votes. Yeah, it's about, it's a, it's a, <clears throat> we're not going to abort uh, kittens oh, when yes. they're in I'm the in. cat I'm womb. In. Yes. Yeah. Or puppies. Okay, or puppies, okay. yes. I vote yeah. yay. Anything else on the docket for today we need nope, to talk about? Nope, that's it. That's uh, all. Wait, what's this here about babies? You no, that's to... nothing. That's no. It's the kitten act. What, what, I think they made a mistake. A and... What did you do here? It looks like you wrote in the margin before I voted. What's happening here? It's really something. It's You can't make this stuff up. Nope. Uh, meanwhile, we just found out that in the, in the first 24 hours of announcing his uh, candidacy for president, Beto O'Rourke, in all his weirdness, raised $6.1 million already in his campaign. Wow. 
In the first 24 hours, 6.1 million. That even beat uh, Bernie Sanders' 5.9 million. This guy can raise money like nobody in history. I I don't I don't know why. Uh, wait till they read his poetry. Maybe it'll make it even more. I don't know. Maybe they'll like him even better. Yeah. Read his poetry, and then there was some other thing that uh, he was arrested for that we just found out about over the weekend. Um. Talking about the hacking, he wasn't arrested. He was in a hacking group. No, nah, but he group. said he said in that in that oh for thing, uh, trespassing trespassing at uh, UTEP, I think it was, and, and then, then the drunk driving drunk thing. driving thing where he just then he was in the hacker group. Fled the scene, if you'll recall. Uh, then he fantasized about killing children in his running them over in his car, and uh, fantasized that he had killed thirty eight people uh, driving around town. Oh, I bet it was an act of love. Act of love. By the way, it's official now. I uh-huh. know you're excited that uh, Kirsten Gillibrand is now officially uh, thrown her hat in the ring. Finally! So she's running. Now we're up to 9,472 Democratic uh, it's about time. contenders. Good. So Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, Biden almost announced over the weekend. He actually almost said... I'm the only one running for president. And then he kind of stopped himself and he said, no, no, I just, no, I'm just, no, I, of those who might run for president, I'm the only one, blah, blah, blah. And look at that. Elizabeth Warren's got a book that hit the shelves. Uh, you had a listener, Steve Hanafab, uh, sent us that. Uh, Nevertheless, she persisted. Yeah, and it's on sale from $18.99 down to $9.99 at your local Target. <laughs> That's just make it affordable for, you know, even the little people who want it. Just give them away. Just give them away, Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, All right. We'll see you again tomorrow here on Pat Gray Unleashed.